What is up, everybody? This is Ryan with Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast. Super excited to have you on today. I am going to go through the three customer returns that separate you versus 99% of the competition. And I think these are super critical because most people only focus on number one, but ignore number two and number three. And as a customer, especially now that I'm going through so many buying cycles, it, it made me realize that this is a major gap that not just that, that uh, I see companies have that are trying to sell to me, but other, also at the same time, a lot of companies I advise and folks that I work with. So want to share that with you. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics the top sales and marketing leaders are using create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, how do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question and this show is the answer. What is up everybody? This is Ryan with the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast. Excited today to go through the three customer returns that separate you versus the 99% of your competition. So today, I'm going to map out those three things and and it was kind of cool because this was a journey that I had now that I've been on the buyer side so many times uh, recently as I'm running a business, as I'm, as I'm working on scaling, creating processes and systems that are repeatable. And what I'm doing is I'm also advising companies on how to do the same thing with their revenue as well as sales executives to scale up their income. And so today I want to go through these three things that, that I've seen time and time out that are the most critical things that, that I look for and that I see customers respond really, really well to as long as you map them out succinctly. So number one is the return on the problem. And other, other ways that you could say this would be return on ROI or return on investment, right? A return, return on ROI, ROI, return on investment. So return on the problem, essentially what that is, is it's really quantifying the value of the problem that you're solving specifically. So for example, if someone needs a managed service and they have a lot of pain and challenges, which is the reason why they're looking for it and you're going to solve it for them, you have to identify and map out. And I went over this in the last episode about, or a couple episodes ago about how to sell your solution or what kind of messaging you use if you don't have an ROI. And so essentially that's, that's the creation point of getting the customer to agree with you on what the problem is costing them by not fixing it. Okay, so we used to do this, we sold managed services. One of the things we would identify and map out is, hey, what, what is the cost you're spending now? What's the cost improvement we can make? And then what's our, our solution cost? And so you would see the gap from where they're at today to where they're going. And I think like that's super critical, but you also wanna do it in year one year three and a five year. So you want to map it out over not just short term, but long term. So people can see the impact that it's going to have on their company. So the next one is return on emotion. And it's return on emotion. So if you look at this, it's going to be through problem, emotion and time. So return on emotion. And this is a great customer, great question to ask a customer or a prospect as you're going through this, whether you're a business owner, a solopreneur, a revenue leader or a sales executive, it doesn't matter, but it's like, how will you feel when this problem is solved? How will you feel when this problem is solved? And that's really, really critical 
Because any time that someone is going to go into action or create action, it's based on an emotion. Logic is how people make decisions and is emotion is what creates action. So what you'll find out is that a lot of these, these folks are really, really frustrated, angry, pissed off, mad, upset that they have to keep dealing with this problem, which is the whole reason why they're talking to you in the first place. And if you surface that, that not only brings the awareness to you as the person that's trying to serve them, but it also brings it to the surface to them about how much emotional turmoil that it's truly, truly causing them on a day in, week in, week out basis. And so the framework that you use for that is return on emotion is first you want to find out how will it make you feel if this problem is solved? Happy, joyous, right? And at the same time, what will that free you up to focus on if you're not mentally frustrated with that, if you're not mentally um, annoyed by that, right? So it's first for the person you're talking to, right? Ideally, the decision maker. How, how will your staff feel if they don't have to deal with this problem anymore? And, and that was one of the examples that I could say is people were like, oh, well, well that was one of the parts uh, that my team hated most about their job was doing that. And, and so, you know, the question to follow up is like, okay, well, if you can remove the biggest area of frustration from your staff, imagine how much more productive they'll be. Imagine how many, how much more strategic they'll be. Imagine how many more problems they could solve for you and imagine what that'll do for your department. So you're knocking over the big domino. Then the next one is same thing. So you got basically how will it feel for you? How will it feel for your staff? And then how will it feel for your customers? A lot of times the problems that folks are facing internally that you're selling to are having these problems that translate into customer issues. Revenue is, is half of, of what businesses focus on. And so if you could truly identify and map that back, that problem to what the customer is feeling and the customer's frustrated, you might lose customers from it. You might, they might spend less money with you. They might just be unhappy in their customer experience. So if you truly, truly, truly understand the value and the return on of emotion from the decision maker to the staff, to the customer, and get the person that you're trying to sell and communicate to, to internalize that, you'll get a massive, massive movement and sales cycles will accelerate. Okay, last but not least. So we got return on the problem, return on emotion, and return on time, okay? A lot of people miss this one for some reason. And once we started to implement this, we used to use this and was a huge, huge factor to getting multi-million dollar deals, 1 million, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million. And anything you sell, there's a factor of change that's gonna be involved with it, no matter what. You know, most of the time people don't just buy stuff to keep things the same that are new or different. And so if you're gonna help people make that transition, the return on time, it's really focused on two different areas. And I do this all the time now, especially because I'm trying to grow my business. And what I'll see is like, hey, there's so many, there's an abundance of solutions out there to fix any kind of problem that you want. You're, you're never gonna run out of it, right? And there's so much availability and access to information. However, the return on time, there's two ways to map it. One, what's the time to implement? Okay, and so for those large deals I mentioned that we closed, one of the things that differentiated us versus every single competitor out there is we basically would take over and manage their environment as is but make significant cost reductions. 
So yes, there were pieces of change to that because it was a new vendor. There was some new process changes, but a lot of other people wanted to try and grab more money upfront. And so they would try and sell hardware on top of it or software or other change agents. And so instead of having one change component a customer had to deal with just switching vendors, they had to deal with switching vendors, a new hardware platform and a new software platform. So in a customer's mind, that makes it complex. And when it's complex, they move away from that to what's easy. So basically you're reducing friction and Amazon has done a great job of this. So reducing friction as much as possible when it, when it came to buying e-commerce and now that's the trend of how it happens. So that's the first step, uh, time will turn on time to implement. And then the other one that's really, really critical and it's always, always, always good to ask this question because you'll get sucked into solutions that, or customers will get sucked into solutions they think are great, but then they're a massive time suck to manage on an ongoing basis. So it's what is the ongoing time to manage, all right? So if you're gonna, if you're gonna implement a solution that's a very low cost to buy, say it's hundred bucks a month um, and it's gonna create lead generation, let's say. However, with that solution, it takes 10 hours a day to manage for your team, then it might not be as attractive as a solution that's $200 a month to buy, but only takes one hour a day for your team to manage. So those are just a couple of things to think about. So think about it. return on a problem, return on emotion, and return on time. Most people only focus on the return on problem and don't even do it that good. So if you truly, truly, truly focus on those three areas for every single thing you sell when you're trying to scale revenue, whether it be your income or your company, you're truly going to see amazing, amazing results because customers aren't going to be used to having things presented in such a simple manner to execute on. So something really cool I am working on and I'm going to get it out to you. It's not quite ready yet, but it really allows you to identify a really, really fast return on time for your revenue growth. And it only takes five minutes. So I'm going to offer as a free resource. It's not ready yet, but look for it. It's going to be coming out in the show notes soon. So wanted to share that with you. It's something that I use with people I work with privately. Wanted to share it with you guys because it could be a, a tipping point for you really seeing what's a massive, massive opportunity to scale your revenue and scale your income. So thank you for being on today and listening to me and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for spending the time with me today. I know that time is one of the most valuable resources, so I truly honor and appreciate you coming along this journey with me. One of the things that I wanna ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on, please share this episode with them. If you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom, it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey. In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.